This is the Gambling Gauchos. Talking Texas Tech. Betting on the Big 12 and beyond. We've got everything you need. Money lines, memes, and matadors. Well, you want to quit, Ethan? That'll be that day. Now, here's Kyle Jacobson and Rob Bro, the Moneyline Matadors, the Casino Cowboys, the Parlay Picadors. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns and those who dig. You dig. With the Gambling Gauchos. Oh, and one more thing. It's all West Texas. It always has been. Welcome into the Gambling Gauchos. I am Rob Bro. He's Kyle Jacobson. We're here in the Cardinals Sports Center studio. Everything is fine. We're all fine. It's halftime of the Nickel State game, but we're all fine. If we just start screaming in this podcast, there's 14 and a half minutes left of the Nickel State game here in the Cardinal Sports Center studio. If you want to gear up for Christmas, you can. It's going to be a little disjointed here. MyCardinalSports.com. Oh, Banner finally got one. Finally. He needed that. Keep shooting, dude. Sorry. Ad read. If you need to gear up for Christmas, all your loved ones will love you more if you buy them gifts from Cardinal Sports Center. Cardinalsports.com or go live right around 68th and slide in Lubbock. There you go. We're giving Nickel State all they can handle. And more. And they keep punching back. What was his total before the game? Good question. I don't know. I only know the spread was 22 and a half. Yeah, and I, I didn't get there. They're back-to-back conference champions. They're also three and four, and they're also nickels. Right. Oh, yeah, you should win for sure. Kevin O'Banner with back-to-back buckets carrying us. Does this team have a leader on the floor? Leader. Do they have an alpha, I as tell someone you, would say it? Davion Harmon has done that at times. At T- times. Tonight, though, everybody's flat. Everybody. There is nobody that is being that spark. At times, Bacho has done it. Another three. At times, Pop Isaacs has been that. Oh, man. O'Banner. Quick shot in that possession. Um... This comment, oh my, the caps for real, for real. Oh, I was going to talk about these hats. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got new hats from the Cardinal Sports Center studio. Did we get them from the the studio? studio, From Cardinal Sports Center. Uh, They made us these custom. And you did say, uh, were you trying to go for the NYPD look? They kind of do look like NYPD hats. Uh, But they're beautiful, and the Gaucho's logo is on the side. And I'll say this. If you see this hat on YouTube later on the replay... Or if you're seeing it now and you want one of them, reach out. You'll have to pay for it, but we can have a cut. They're not going to be available to the public, but you can reach out and maybe we'll, if we get enough interest, we'll order some. 
Yeah, it's the kind of thing we need to order like at least 10 or 12 for it to make sense. So if there's enough interest, we will sell these run the damn ball hats. Here's this comment. Attaboy, only three points away from Nichols now. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Texas and Illinois going to overtime looking like two Sweet 16 teams. Uh, and that's not rent-free. That's just me talking about Big 12 basketball. We're going to have to navigate this all year long because we're going to talk a lot about Texas basketball. They're a conference team, okay? And we're going to be talking about them all year. And they're one of the top two teams in the conference, in my opinion. They're the conference front runner. Yes. Some people's national title favorite. So it's like they're like Kansas most years. I think Kansas is still up there. You have to talk about the top of the conference. Texas, Baylor's still probably number three. If we're power ranking right now, Iowa State's probably past you. Kansas State has been hit or miss. TCU looks like they're finally coming together a little bit. So we'll just have to see. Oklahoma, bad loss early to Sam Houston since then. Been fine. All good. I also don't think Sam Houston is as bad as some people thought they would be. But yeah, I, I think I think Texas is pretty well alone at the top. I wouldn't put Baylor, Kansas in the same tier as Texas right now. Wouldn't put us in that tier Can- either. I think Kansas is right there. No, Texas Tech is... I'm not going to say they're not as good as I thought they would be. Because we talked about before this season how this team would have to come together. Um, Still a bunch of freshmen, still a bunch of guys who've never played together before. Um, This game, though, you absolutely just overlooked Nickel State. 22-point favorites, ate the cheese for no reason. You just gave up an 18-point second-half run to Georgetown last week, so you should have been paying attention. Um, Just, it doesn't look... It doesn't look good tonight, and it doesn't look great for the basketball team in general right now. Yeah, the biggest knock on this team and the reason why people were willing to hold on to hope was, oh, they're young. You got a bunch of freshmen playing. Okay, well, tonight, one of those freshmen, Jalen Tyson, is out, and a fourth-year player, Namarian Williams, starts in his place, and it's not going any better for you. No. So, anyway... All that to say, I I agree with you. Um, it's just one of those things. Like, it's hard to even find a silver lining at this point. Like in the past, the defense has been good, but you can't find a bucket, or maybe the defensive rotations aren't quite there yet, and you think, yeah, yeah, they'll come along. And I heard a little bit of noise about this before the game that like, oh, they're on a weird schedule right now. It's been a week since they played Georgetown and finals are coming up. And I kind of was really dismissive of that. And I'm not sure if that's a factor in this or if that's just an excuse. But they don't look they look like they just woke up and they look like this is an eight AM tip off at one of those AAU tournaments. There's no juice on the zero floor. juice. And there's zero juice in the crowd, but that shouldn't matter with the team. You have to get the crowd juiced and they just do not look – they didn't want to be here tonight, it looks like. Yeah. Now, still 10 minutes left. You can win by 10, and the box score will look fine. But Just hope we don't get cooked. Yeah. And that's potentially potentially there. What but I would much rather see cooked, Rob, is some good old-fashioned Mahino barbecue. I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> that's a good kind of cooking. Yeah. I don't want to see Tech get cooked, but do I want to see some ribs, some burn-ins? 
brisket burger yeah. get cooked, you bet your ass. RahinoBarbecue.com. You can order ahead if you're making the drive out to Olton. Or they'll be in Lubbock on Saturday, is it? Saturday at Canyon West. Canyon West Shopping Center. Get there early. Uh, yeah. You and I know this from experience. When they say they're going to open at, you know, let's say noon, there's a line at noon. Yeah. So get there early. Um, follow them on social at BBQ. Get yourself a Christmas brisket, the family platter, all that good stuff. And uh, appreciate their support of the Gambling Gauchos. Always do. We have plenty of time to talk about the bowl. Um, I think you and I both are very excited for the Texas Bowl. Um, not the bowl we wanted. Not the bowl the team wanted, even though that's what they're saying now. The spin has been good from Geo and the boys, by the way. well, and, and there are pros and cons. Absolutely, but we've talked plenty about that. Um, but the spin the spin has been good. Well, and the payout is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trolling you. If you're listening, yeah, no, you're, that was a troll he's trolling job. the fans. Um, but I will say, I'm very excited about how this is coming together. You and I will both be down there. Um, I'm staying near the stadium. I don't know where you're staying. We talked. We talked about it, and then all of a sudden, you just had all these plans, and I, I didn't know what was going hey, on, and the- I didn't get invited to any of that. The parlay picadors are clutch because I was I was just in the Discord like, hey, I'm going, like uh-huh. I'll figure out a ticket and all that. And one of them was like, hey, I've got a hotel room, extra bed if you want. Okay, he goes, we've got four tickets if you want one. Okay, uh, okay, all right. So I didn't I didn't have to go look for any of that. Interesting. They just took care of me. Interesting. So shout out to the parlay picadors. So we have a favorite gaucho here apparently. Uh, <laughs> I've paid my own way down there. I've, I've paid my I booked my own hotel room. I'm gonna pay him back. Oh, okay. It's all just right. I didn't have to go hunt and like actually make the purchase. <laughs> I'll just have, I'll get to reimburse for it. I I am very excited. We also have some plans. Yeah, why don't we announce Are that? Are we at, ready? Let's announce it at eight oh six tomorrow. Okay. First thing in the a. morning. A.M. or P.M. In the morning. Okay. Yeah, let's go A.M. Eight oh six A.M. All yeah. right. So set your alarm. Check out the announcement, then you can roll right over and uh, go back to sleep. If you're listening to this after Thursday at eight oh six A.M. Go look at the Twitter feed. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a really good happy hour pregame tailgate type setup at a bar there in Houston, about 15 minutes from the stadium. They'll have some good deals for us. Uh, we'll get into all that when it's announced. But 8.06 on, what would that be, Thursday morning, December 8th. It'll be on our Twitter, Instagram, and we would love to see all of you all there. Also, I was joking. I'm not I'm not being a sensitive Red Raider. I'm excited to see you wouldn't, down there. You wouldn't be overly sensitive about something like I that. I got a great hotel um, – Right by the stadium, and then I'm getting a free ride down there, so no gas. I was gonna ride back with you, cause so that my might still work. my situation. I'll be in DFW with some family uh-huh. driving down to Houston, mm-hmm. but then without my vehicle. So I was like, I can either hitch a ride back to Lubbock, or because of COVID and stuff, I have like a hundred thousand airline points. I was like, I'll just fly. I'll be a little <laughs> bit bougie about this, and uh, not drive seven and a half hours playing I Spy with Rob. We figured out. So I'll just do an hour and a half flight, and I'll first be of back all, in Lubbock. First of all, when I say road trip games, people are making fun of me us on Twitter. 99 bottles. Whenever you're hanging out with the boys, right? Yeah, the fellas. You never, you never just say, hey, name as many Texas Rangers as you can. Yeah. And then just go back and forth until somebody can't. That's the kind of road trip game I play. Start bench but cut. This guy doesn't like sports talk. No, I hate sports beyond talk. Beyond just this pot. He doesn't he, if it's not recorded, Kyle's too good for it. Yeah. 
So I he I said, do you want to just name Big 12 quarterbacks back and forth? And he was like, no. <laughs> he, he didn't want to do it. So whereas if I take a trip with another anyone else, they're like, oh, except Spencer. Spencer also hates it. But I think Spencer maybe just doesn't like me. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. See, I don't you didn't you didn't offer that up explicitly. I did I did and I because I would have I'll named Big 12 quarterbacks with you all day long. Historically. Yeah. Do you do it right now? Cody Hawkins. <laughs> we could go. Cody Hawkins. Colorado. I do not remember. Dan that. Hawkins' son. Oh, okay. He was the head coach at Colorado. Yeah, Joe Klatt. Yeah, he was similar era. I think he was a little bit after Joe Klatt. Mm. More like 07. I think Klatt was 03 or so. Yeah, 90, 99, 2000. Okay, start bench cut. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. I spy or... Like the rocket ship game where, like, you know, I can take this, but not that item. Do you know that one? No. So you say, like, I can take pepper. I don't but play those kind of. I can take pepper, but not salt. I can take a kitten, but not a cat. Mm. So the thing is, like, you can take things that have. Two syllables. No, like double letters in them, like kitten and pepper. Mm. But you can't take. So you'd have to figure that out. That's another road trip game. Yeah, like Black Magic. I don't know that one. Snaps. Nope. Snaps is the name of the game. The name of the game is Snaps. See, I don't play that stuff. I list sports players. Okay. For hours. Zach Robinson. I do like the uh, Clint Shelf. I do like the. Wes Lunt. Skylar Howard. I do like the. William Crest. BJ Simmons. We could have passed a Friend lot of, of the program. Why didn't you suggest this? We, I did. We could have passed a lot of time going to Fort Worth. You were you. To be fair, you were watching the Texas um, Kansas State game, maybe. Yeah, I think I was giving you color commentary. What was that same weekend we did that? Yeah, Big 12 title implications. Anyway, what Those were we going to... names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. What were we going to talk about on this podcast? Uh, the transfer portal. Yeah, portal. So I, I have a differing opinion, I believe, than you do. Um, let's start with Texas Tech. You know, we're a Big 12 podcast with a Texas Tech lean. If Texas Tech was going shopping and they said, Kyle Jacobson, what position do we need to look at? What would you tell the coaching staff to go after? Because I know they listen and uh, value our judgments. I'm going to hedge a little bit by saying it partly depends on other action in the portal. Absolutely. Maybe give me three positions with some yeah. with some depending. Just like an example, I do not think this is going to happen. Okay. But like if Shuck and Morton both say we're gone, mm. all of a sudden you need a quarterback, yeah. right? Dream big. Um, but as things stand now with what you can kind of expect with normal roster churn and departures, three positions that come to mind to me are offensive line, linebacker, and wide receiver, a, a specific type of wide receiver, a burner, Speed. a deep threat. deep threat. Those would be my three pieces. Right there with you on linebacker. Right there with you on Speed Demon. My third, corner. And that's yeah. another depending because Rayshaw right. Williams and Malik Dunlap could both come back, and then all of a sudden it's those two, Kobe Miner, uh, Jalen Peoples, and a few more guys that are coming in and maybe some young guys that you could sprinkle in and play. Can I ask you a follow-up on that? Uh-huh. I don't want to derail you. Will you remember your next thought if I – Well, you might be asking me about my next thought. Could – so the way I see it, you have three guys returning that play safety spot. Uh-huh. Dadrian Taylor, Demerson, Tyler Owens got a little bit of good run this year, and Reggie Pearson. How much time does he have? He, uh, at least one more year. 
Could Tyler Owens or Dadrian Taylor Demerson move to corner if need be? I think Taylor Demerson I, – I don't know Tyler Owens. Um, I think Taylor Demerson could play nickel maybe. I don't know – I don't know if he's – I also the skill set to play a corner. I also posited to you if they believe in Tyler Owens and they just want him on the field getting snaps, that could also bode – for Reggie Pearson rolling down to Muddy's spot. Yes, I think that which will we've happen. Talked before. I think that will happen. So they, I'll, I'll be curious to see how those musical chairs shake out in the secondary because they yeah. might have a couple different ways they can go with that. I think Reggie Pearson will move. Will will play that down safety role, and I think he'll play it very well. I think if I had a runner-up on the portal question, uh-huh. it would be that because that that's a unique skill set. You can't just put any safety there or any linebacker there. If there's a Muddy Waters 2.0 in the portal that a guy who weighs 225 and can run, right? Maybe that's you say that hey, we really need that piece. I am really, really interested in Landon Holoby, who will be a redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued by the two four-star safeties you have in this class, Sanford and um, now I don't remember the other guy, but those two true freshmen. All three of those might play year one or year two for for Hullaby. Yeah, I'm curious on that because this year, I think, going into the bowl game, Joseph Adetere is the only freshman to burn his red shirt. Yes. And so I wonder if that's a, if that's a principle that this staff is going to adhere to moving forward. Like pretty much you red shirt unless you're just an absolute. Unless you're going to play every game. Or is that was that like out of necessity and they thought, okay, we just need the numbers, we need to start building, and so they tried to hold some guys back while you had those super senior types. So I think I'll be curious to see if any true freshmen next year yeah. have a shot to crack the two deep. I think, especially if it's a position of need, like a day to Ray was, um, because there were some injuries there. And I, I think there was another guy early, um, Trevor McAlpine, that – that people thought was going to play, and then he got hurt. Yeah. So, I think there's plenty of room there. Texas Tech down by nine. When did that 9-0-8 happen? Eight left. I looked away for like five minutes. Kevin O'Banner is the only one that scored in like six minutes. Bacho just missed two free throws really, really badly. Um, My point that I was going to go to was the offensive line. I would not take an offensive lineman in the portal unless they were a starter. You're just getting toasted on defense. Absolutely toasted. Your feet are in cement. Nobody cares. You're down 11 at home with a 25-game win streak, and you don't care. That is amazing. Any guess on what the live line is? Um, Tech... Minus two? Tech minus six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, Banner's the only one scoring this half. 60-51. But the, uh, th- that might be an error because they have the money line. They have you plus money but minus six and a half. So that might be wrong. Yeah, you could be plus six and a half right now, which I would hammer. There's no way you're going to win from here on out by 15. That no. has to be flipped. Um, Lamar Washington getting a lot of run in the second half. I like this five on the floor right now. Oh, yeah, let that guy shoot. Um, Offensive line. So, uh, follow me here. Ty Buchanan, left tackle. 
I thought he was young this year, and I think he can play moving forward. Will he be in his third year next season? Did he yes. have one at USC, one here? Yep. I like that. Yep. The, the offensive lineman's hard to get him in much He's sooner a than freshman. that. So, yeah. Okay. So third year, Ty Buchanan left tackle. Monroe Mills right tackle. So there's your tackles. Cole Spencer from Western Kentucky, who's going to be like year seven now, playing one of the guards. Jacoby Jackson, who I thought played too early this year, but got a ton of experience, is going to play guard next year. One, two, three, four. And then Landon Peterson. Um, Cade Briggs maybe has another year. Caleb Rogers. Caleb Rogers, we we heard, was playing center. Um, for a snap or two in practice, he could have been playing it all year. I don't know. But you have guys at center. Now, if you can identify a guard or a center or a tackle in the portal that is going to start and has 30 games of starting experience and is leaving because of a coaching change and is a power five guy, bring him in. But I don't want to waste a year of development on Ty Buchanan and he's just going to be another year older and still no experience playing. I want to play the guys you have right now and get them better. So unless you have a a clear upgrade, I think you have enough bodies now that you've erased some of the deficit. I can agree with that. Last year, you had to bring in seven bodies because you did not have the capable players on your roster. Yeah, you took Shanahan, Briggs, some of those guys you mentioned. Now you'll have nine sophomores on next year's team that are offensive linemen. You'll have six freshmen on next year's team that are offensive linemen. Um, and, and those numbers might be a little skewed because of red shirts or whatever. But you'll have 15 offensive linemen that are freshmen and sophomores. So I'm, I'm one of the ones that's not worried about the offensive line being addressed through the transfer portal. You make some good points, my friend. And I certainly don't think they need to take a ton. I, I'm with you. If, if you can get a starting tackle. Yeah. Because then you can, you can move. It's a lot easier to move guys inward than to move a guy who plays center out to tackle like that. It's different body types. You need long yeah. arms and all that good stuff. And, and Caleb Rogers probably projects as a tackle, but I don't think he'll be he'll, – he, won't, he won't be your starting left tackle next year. I don't think. Now – Another thing, the offensive line was piss poor for the first five games. Bad. They finished strong. Mm-hmm. Even that Oklahoma game, uh, the struggles early were not the offensive line's fault. And I, I don't think the struggles at Iowa State were the offensive line's fault. I, I thought the offensive line finished really well. Kansas was a strong game. West Virginia was a really strong game. Baylor, everybody got beat up a little bit, but it is what it is there. So I, I think the offensive line finished strong, and I think Cole Spencer is your transfer addition this year because he didn't get to play last year. True. Yeah. You make some good points. And you, you're going to have, because you're going so heavy on high school, which is a good thing, yes. we've, we've been begging for that for years, you don't have 12 portal spots to give, so you have to be right. selective. You can't take a project player in the portal. And he's a big guy yeah. who's a starter or minimum too deep who's going to play a lot of snaps. I was trying to do a little math. Are there six? Are there six what? Six transfer spots. Oh, I... Depending on who comes back and... I don't know. Because I don't even know... I bet it's pretty fluid. There's roster limitations and allowances now, and some you of can those, take 35. Some of those have been scrapped, though. 
Right. So I, I, it's 85 scholarships, or it was at one point. So I'm not exactly sure how many transfers you even have room for. Well, a lot of guys are still making up their minds. Yes. So like Trey Wolf had another year. He's not going to use it. Yep. Bradford and Hutchings have another year. They are going to use it. Huge. So you've got guys like that that either they just want to graduate and move on. They might want to finish their fifth year somewhere else. You've got some super senior types that maybe they want to come back, maybe they don't. So some of that needs to sort itself out before you probably know exactly how many spots you have left. One more position that I would certainly look at. How is that not a foul? One position that I certainly would look at would be edge rusher, which is linebacker a little bit. <laughs> they are letting him play. I don't understand it. What? That's the foul? After all that, that's the foul? This is not great radio or podcasting, but they just violently assaulted on both ends of the floor and then called a touch foul on a layup. If we can, I don't know how sophisticated our video editing efforts are. We need to find that sequence and put it. 706. Yeah, right before that. We'll know our reaction to that bacho swat up against the backboard. But anyway, um, back to the portal talk. Great that you've got those two interior defensive linemen back. Yep. You already had the two safeties earlier, said they were coming back, and now you've got the two corners that we alluded to earlier need to make their decision. If you get all six of them back and you've got four out of your five secondary players, if you count Muddy as the as the fifth, yeah. and you've got your interior lineman, obviously you're losing Tyree Wilson, not a replaceable player. Um, but you're starting with a lot more defensively than – could otherwise be the case had all those guys said, yeah, hey, we just want to graduate and go get a job or, or try our hand at the NFL or whatever. Now you're you're replacing three or four key guys instead of like six or seven, eight key guys. If I was in charge, I would really be recruiting uh, Malik Dunlap. If I could only have one defensive back back that's not decided yet, I would want Malik Dunlap back. I think he was the best corner on your team. Uh, Rayshaw Williams, I'm not going to turn him away. Certainly. I would love to have him back, but you also are out-recruiting your roster a little bit in a lot of ways. Did you say Muddy, Muddy Waters is gone, gone? Yeah. Yeah. He's out of eligibility. Him and Fry. Yeah. Okay. So other programs around the country, most notably for people who follow college sports in our neck of the woods – are seeing A&M has a new guy enter the portal every half hour. Yep. Oklahoma State. I, I think I heard this right. Every starter from Oklahoma State is either out of eligibility or has entered the portal. Wow. I don't know if that's true. I'm not a big Jay Journo. I didn't verify that, but I heard that on the radio well, or a podcast or somewhere. Their defense, it could be on the defense. Maybe that's what it is. Their defense is old. Oh, and, yeah, because they had a lot of those super senior yeah. guys. And Trace Ford was in the portal. Th- these announcements are telling. Like that kid from Mississippi State said, because Mike Leach doesn't want me back and I'm too soft, I'll be seeking greener pastures. Yeah. Trace Ford had a two-word exit. He said, like... Goes on. Life goes on. Life goes on. With that being said, I'm entering the transfer portal. I was like, wow. Because some I guys... Mean, the, kid from, the kid from Mississippi State wrote how much he loved the fans, how much he loved the yeah. city. A lot of them do. All this stuff. Mississippi State forever, but because Mike Leach thinks I'm soft. 
And and a lot of those portal announcements, they are like, hey, this was a tough decision. I've loved my four years here. Yeah. But to say life goes on, and then you know, with that being said, Nothing I'm entering the before. transfer portal. Not, not no long thank you to Stillwater. No, no thank you to the coaches who developed me. And, and there's that's a fourth year, fifth year guy. And, and there's that meme out there that like everybody from my school who enters the portal yeah. was processed, and we're gonna out recruit them. And everybody from my rival school who enters the portal is emblematic of their uh, locker room culture being corrosive and. You know, the head coach right. has lost all control. But you can kind of glean some of that from the volume and the way they're announcing, things like that. And so I know we didn't want to lose Donovan in the portal, and we wanted right. a guy like Trey Wolf to come back and kick another season. But I don't think we witnessed anything close no. to something that would amount to concerning. or And that's – the portal is crazy. NIL is crazy. It probably needs more guardrails. But the fact that you're managing it about as well as could possibly be expected I think is a good sign. Yeah. Pop, uh, Pop hit a three. He might be the first one to score the second half that wasn't Kevin Banner. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any other schools in the portal that you're looking at uh, that might have a significant need? Um... I think Sonny Dykes will be looking for a quarterback. Uh, of course, they're going to be late. Uh, Max Duggan not returning, though they do have... Who said uh, that? What? That Duggan's not returning. Oh, surely he doesn't have eligibility. Yeah. Max Duggan? Yeah. No. Yeah. He's he's 28. He's played four years, but one no of them was way. COVID. He no can come way. back. Yeah. No way. I think he will. He's just been a four-year starter. And I, I hate to say this, but I I like him a lot. Oh, yeah. I like Max Duggan too. I I hope he, if he comes back, it's stupid. I hope he. You have to go. You have to capitalize on that season. I You're, hope he has 500 total yards versus Michigan and they lose. But I I kind of like him. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine with him having success. I. I I'm very interested. Um, the coaching carousel also is interesting to me. I know we're, we're all over the place right now. But I'll tie it back in. So Jim Leonard is not going to return to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. uh, but he's not Bull leaving. Badgers. But he's not leaving now. So to me, I think he's going to go to the NFL. Baylor wants to hire him. It, Baylor fans want him hired. I would, should have said. Would yeah, but they would have to do that. You don't have to. You don't have to do it now. Also, is he, is he going to wait on Baylor and then leave Wisconsin to come to Baylor? But yeah, right, he, he's going to be a hot commodity, and I'm not saying Baylor is like broke no, or anything, no, but no, no, I no. think he would have better options. Yeah, why? Unless he knows he's coming to Baylor, why wait that long to take a job? You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's co- he's coaching the bowl game. Yeah, because Baylor's got to also assess how reasonable is it that we land Jim Leonard. And right. If we're not going to, we got to hire somebody else. If you're ba- if you're Baylor and you don't have that in principle right now, uh, that I mean that's dumb for both parties, in my opinion. Free throws, man. Missed another one. Yeah. I want to talk about the Sonny Dykes extension in terms of the coaching carousel. Yeah, I was getting back to TCU. Garrett Riley. Um. Is A and M going to wait? For Garrett Riley and back up the truck because you're going to have to wait through the playoff to hire Garrett Riley. 
is he gonna is is North Texas gonna wait and try to hire him? Because all this stuff is that's waiting a long time to hire a guy in today's world. Maybe it's just my personal preference, but if I'm a young hotshot coordinator, I am I'm staying in that position until I get the head coaching job I want. I'm not going to grind it out in Conference USA to try to build my resume. Uh, American Athletic. Are they moving? Mm-hmm. Either way. I'm, I'm not taking that job. I'm not taking Texas State. I'm not taking the Tulsa job. I am staying at TCU or the equivalent as offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, and I'll do that for five or six years. Would you go to A&M to prove you can do it with somebody besides Sonny Dykes? Yeah, probably so. If you got that big of an upgrade in, in money and resources. and I mean, They would double his salary. Conference, yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm saying some of those guys um, – like, I think Sonny Cumbie, when he was offensive coordinator mm-hmm. at TCU, had the opportunity to go be the head coach at UTSA and opted against it. And I I don't know if that was smart for him or not. You have to be the right kind of – I think it has to be the right fit. And I don't think North Texas is the right fit for Garrett Riley. I just feel like you're you're risking your star really burning out because those are hard places to win at. You could self-betrail yourself. It. Yeah. Or is it, you could just remain a really good coordinator, recruit some four-star dudes to TCU, have a great offense every year, and you're always going to be wanted – yeah. So, that's what I would do if I was in his position. Four but, minutes left in the game, down by six. You finally go full court press. Sonny Dykes gets an extension. I don't know where they got the money for it. Maybe they went to diversified lenders and uh, turned some of their accounts receivable into cash so that they could afford the Sonny Dykes extension. I don't have an issue with it. He obviously had a great first season in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. My only quote-unquote issue with it is where do you go from here? Like, you started out 12-0, and you're in the college football playoff, and every season after this is probably not going to be as good as that. Yeah. So and, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, in and, my opinion. I mean, why didn't you just pay him that when he got there? Like, if you did you undersell him? You know what I mean? And if he – okay, let's say he makes the playoff – or wins the Big 12 two more times. Uh, Ohio State or USC or Texas or whoever who wants to hire him badly enough, that right. type of program can still go get him, no matter what you put the buyout at. Right, if Auburn if Auburn in four years needs another coach again and Sonny's won the Big 12 three times... They'll still come get him. TCU will be at $6 million and Auburn just gave Hugh Freeze 8 but if Sonny Dykes after this goes eight and four the next two years, which I don't think is crazy, then it's like, okay, we're going into year four now, and like our expectations were Big Twelve title and playoff, right? And we're eight and four, so and then you're like, okay, well now we have to fire him with three years left on his contract instead of one or two at a at a lesser salary. I'm not saying that he's going to fail or anything like that, but I, I don't I don't like the one year. One really good year out of the gates and then extend him as if like that's the level they're going to maintain for the next half decade. Because it, it's what happened with Cliff. Yeah, they, they cliffed him. Now, Cliff went 7-5 and five and was 0-5 to finish the season, and they still extended him. Nobody was coming after Cliff after 2014 no. or 2015 or 2016, so you just did didn't have summer, to do it to yourself. Did somebody try to hire Sonny Dykes? Was there a call about him? Did Auburn call on Sonny? I don't know. I mean, it just, again. Wouldn't he let you count? Yes. Right? Yeah. To me, it's just, I don't know. More and more, we've seen that Power 5 universities 
have insane buyouts. Have at, you seen PJ Fleck? When they want to get rid of a coach, and very few like, oh crap, the buyout wasn't high enough, and another school came and poached him. Because every time your head coach gets approached by another job, he's going to come back to you to leverage that. Yeah. Whether he wants to stay or not, and then once you match, then he's going to go back to his suitor and say, well, can you go up even more? So yeah, like I don't know what Minnesota's doing with PJ Fleck either. I mean, is Sonny going to go home? No. Joey's not leaving. Our job's not open. Right. It's not going to be. And he didn't want to come here anyways. I don't know. I just, it's it's a it's that was weird to me. Um, why not just give him a, bon- a bonus? Right. And why can't you give him a raise independent of an extension? I guess I don't know how contracts work. Maybe you have to extend to give a raise, but why not just give him a bonus? Hey, you made the playoff. Here's the $2 million. Yeah. Or, or here's a bump to or your his agent, assistant pool. Yes. Or his agent should have put a playoff clause in there where he got a million extra dollars if they made the playoff. Yeah, or if they make the Big 12 championship game. Because TCU would have said, ha-ha. Yeah, we'll, we'll say yes to that. I can't remember if it was uh, Chris Beard's contract or Mark Adams, but it, it has that. A bonus for making the tournament. A bonus yeah. for winning a tournament game. A bonus for going to the Sweet 16. So here's $2.5 million. For winning the Big 12. So you can double Up your salary yeah. in bonuses. But P.J. Fleck is the winningest coach through six seasons at Minnesota since 1905. And they've given him they... four extensions okay. in six seasons. Okay, time out on that. Time out. He plays 13 games a year now. Oh, yeah. But Minnesota was winning natties in the 1930s, but they probably only played like eight games. And it could have been that the coach was there for two years. Yeah, I think that might be a slightly skewed. Oh, it's 100% skewed. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, who's lasting at Minnesota more than six years if you have any success? Like, who's trying to hire P.J. Fleck? Yeah, he's a good coach. But he's not in coaching searching names like Matt Campbell is. Matt Campbell's not even in Matt Campbell. Anymore. Yeah, and why increase the buyout from $40 million to $50 million? Like, to me, those are equally prohibitive. If somebody wants to pay $40 million to go get P.J. Fleck, they'll pay 50 But probably nobody's going to come pay 40 so you don't really have to do that to yourself. But now if you want to get rid of him, you owe him 50 So I, I, I think that backfires more often than not. We'll see how it works out for TCU. Same with Aranda. Yeah. One good year, they double his salary. Here's seven more years. Please don't leave us. And then, like, again, this was only one season, but if he has two more like this and they're seven and five, they're like, hey, we're paying you six million a year. Wasn't that a 10-year extension? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Or at least it was extended to 10 years. Are y'all that worried these guys are going to leave at the first opportunity? Man, stepping stones. Who's the last football coach that left Baylor? Who's the last coach that left Baylor? Yeah, I mean, Art Browse was winning there. He turned down Texas. Yeah. When Texas was Texas. We're about to lose to Nichols. Yeah, down down six, three and a half minutes, missing another free throw. Oh, he made it. He made a free throw. Backflips for everyone. Um, Around the Big 12, so TCU... You think they're set at quarterback with Chandler Morris? Probably. And they've got a good kid behind him, too. I mean, they thought he was. They thought that he was better than Max Duggan. Yeah, they whiffed on that eval. Uh, they've got a kid, too, Sam or Samuel Jackson, yeah, behind yeah. him. That I think if Duggan plays one more year, if that kid is patient and develops, he'll be a good, mm. good quarterback after that. Did you see when that kid during the recruiting <sighs> fought a shark? No. Missed that. Deep Lucy. Um, Any other school that you're 
I mean, is is Baylor looking for a quarterback? They had drones leave, yes? He entered the portal? He entered the portal, yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't rule out coming back to Baylor. I would assume Baylor's looking for one of these guys. Hudson Card or something. Um, I don't think he'll go to Baylor. I just and Texas has lost. I think I saw Texas had ten in the portal. Finally making the free throws. Texas had ten in the portal. Oklahoma had thirteen. Uh, Oklahoma State had thirteen. Oklahoma has twelve, six or seven, just from their defensive line in the portal, and a couple of young guys. So, I know we talked about this off uh, the pod. I don't know if we did it on the pod. No free buckets. I think Bacho might be hurt. Everybody's on the ground. How do you let that guy behind you? Mark Adams just staring at him on the ground, didn't even know cross his arms. Hey, I've got one more gripe about What was that? What? If, if why is the head coach not walk, taking two steps to check on a player like, who's down and hurt? It's like 70. He's not going to cross your arms, Mark. That's what he does. That was weird. Have you not ever seen Mark Adams during a basketball game before? That was weird. That's just how he is. But step He didn't take his tanks. He... Why change now? That's weird, dude. That's a little weird. Why change now? No care in the world. I got one more gripe about the Texas Bowl. Down to 255. I'm trying so hard to get to an ad read. Yeah, Texas Bowl. My only gripe about the Texas Bowl is that there aren't any state trick properties in Houston. There's one in Corpus? There's one in Allen, I think. So maybe, they are... Maybe you could, say, you could go on the way to... Yeah. Stay, around. stay in Corpus and drive up? Yeah. But if you need somewhere to stay in the Lubbock area, traveling back for graduation or the holidays or a basketball game, baseball season isn't too far away if you're coming in for a weekend series... Staytrig.com, they have a variety of properties to suit your needs. Every single property is decorated and furnished to an upscale professional standard so you know exactly what you're going to get, which is just a really nice house for your short-term rental needs. Now, they love Gambling Gaucho's listeners so much, they'll give you 10% off your first booking at Staytrig.com using the promo code Gauchos. They have a really easy-to-navigate website. You just pick the dates you need. Uh, they'll give you the menu of options in terms of which houses are available, and then they'll offer you the promo code, and you type in Gauchos, 10% off. Staytrig.com. If you're coming to Lubbock, that's who you need to use. Instead of Airbnb or last-minute hotel, they jack up the rates. Book early. Book Staytrig.com. Promo code Gauchos gets you 10% off. 255 left. Down by two. The guy that just... Shot the the miss layup, got hurt, but it was fouled. So somebody else is taking these free throw shots. Their two best players, I believe, have fouled out. Nichols? Nichols. Their leading scorer tonight, at least, has fouled out. I don't know about the other guy. When I played youth basketball, I was in sixth grade. Uh-huh. And there was a rule that if a kid got hurt, you had to put in a kid roughly, roughly equal to his skill level in the game. And we were playing a team. They were like kind of our rival. They had the best player in the entire league on their team. And their second best player would play the opposite period. So like one of them was on the floor to run the point. And their second best player got hurt. 
And the gap between their second best player and third best player was not that much, but they their coach thought it was ethical to put in the best player in the entire league. Right. I was like, this is some BS. So anyway, all that to say, I'm sure they just subbed in their best free throw shooter. Oh yeah. Instead of their that was their five. Yeah. Put in that. Now we got some guy shooting 91 percent probably. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or is this him? No, he went to the locker room. Oh, okay. At least he's. Yeah. All right, you want to do some uh, Discord mailbag? Yeah, who's the mailbag sponsored by? Diversified Lenders. We gave him a shout-out earlier. Yeah, we already did their ad read. So this one will be sponsored by... We did them all? Did them all. Sponsored by Cardinals, Rahino, Statrig, and Diversified Lenders. <laughs> there you go. What percentage of focus should we be on the game itself and on the bowl pick this question came in earlier today, and I was going to say 100% focused on Ole Miss. Now I feel like we overlooked Nickel State, and this is on us to an extent. Yeah, minus, I wasn't, minus I, 22 and a half. I wasn't tweeting about Nickel State. Maybe we should have been, because our, our mentality, Rob, our tweets impact the outcome of games. Everybody knows that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, mm, I'm having a hard time focusing. Oh! I was like, why did he shoot that? He's like eight feet behind the three-point line. I was like, dude, come on. But if you make it, whatever. Down one, two minutes. Turnover, Nickel State. O'Banner's pumped. Is O'Ban... You have to have tournament O'Banner the rest of this season. If he turns it around, we will look back to this exact moment. If West Virginia National Championship season... You appeared in the National Championship. Um... He lost in overtime somehow. Norris Odeyase. Yeah, it's weird that that coach lost in overtime. Ripped the ball out of a West Virginia's dude's hands and stared him down like he wanted to murder him. You didn't lose the rest of Big 12 play. That season, Norris Odeyase had a moment. You didn't lose again at home. He, he bullied him with his mind. He did. He's a mind bully. Um, da, da, da. over under three years until Jake Strong starts his first game. Okay. Now we're going three seasons, so 23, 24, 25. I think he will start in 25. So, under. I think two years and then Jake Strong is the starter. I would go over. He will take over in 26. What? Shuck in 23. Morton in 24 and 25. Nah. You think it's going to be Morton, Morton, Strong? I think Morton will take over at some point in 2023 and then finish out 24. I'll probably go pro. 69-68. Just under two minutes left. Let's go. Oh, oh, banner. What a pass by He's Lamar back. Washington. I think they're giving Lamar Washington some key minutes right now. He I think played a ton in the second half. He might be that guy. He has to start the next game over Demario Williams unless Jalen Tyson comes back. They call travel or a foul. Foul. On I, I don't know how this rewatch is gonna be. We have been wondering all season. Yeah. Besides the starting five, who the heck else do you have? Yeah. And like KJ did fine, but they're not giving him a ton of minutes. Your bench has been bad. You need a guard. Yes. It might be Lamar Washington. It might be. And I, it's Nichols, but like this is a close game. It's important. Do you remember last time you started two true freshmen? Give me a minute. I actually am lying, probably. PV was alone. 
PV with oh that's true. Um I think Beard's first team was old. You'd have to go back to Tubby. Did no. Tubby do it with that first crop? You've done it since. When? Uh Zyre Smith and Jared Culver. When did they both start? Uh the last month and a half of the season. Shot clock violation. You might be right. I thought one of them was always but, off the bench. Nope. Toward the end, they both started. But it's um, Jemias, Jemias, Terrence Shannon. He started with PV, didn't he? Or was that? No, that was the next year. P Jemias was next. But uh, Terrence Shannon and Kyler Edwards was a red shirt. No, he played. Uh, Kevin McCuller was a red shirt freshman, and, and Terrence Shannon started with him. Some. But they well, were both freshmen. Did, Sh did Shannon and Ramsey start together? But true freshmen. Shannon and Ramsey. They, nah. They as probably freshmen? Did. They probably did at some point. Were Ramsey and Shannon freshmen either? Yeah, that's right. True freshmen. I think so. Yeah, I bet so. Because they were the COVID year. They didn't get to yeah, play yeah, in the yeah. tournament. Dang. That seems like a long time ago. Anyways, are we focused on Ole Miss? I think we were too focused on Ole Miss and not focused enough on yeah. uh, Nickel State. But it is 70-69. to 69, Texas Tech with their first lead in the second half, I believe. We might have flipped our focus right in time. Um, we're more focused on nickels than we are on the podcast right now, which is impressive. Elite levels of focus. Uh, what's your pick for Army-Navy? Minus two and a half. Love this question. Over under 32 and a half. The under has hit 16 straight years. But, but at this total, it would have gone over about half the time. It doesn't matter. Oh, it kind of does. Because some of the totals were like... Are you do? In the 47s. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, did you see the math on this? I was uh, I was on this last year, and I'm pretty sure we could go back to this podcast last year. Lamar Washington sinking four straight free throws late in this game, up by three. Lamar Washington should start the next game unless Jalen Tyson was just out one game. Dog. Terrible shot from Nickel State. Texas Tech up three, 47 left. Pop Isaacs with the ball. You got to get across the half line. Here we Everybody go. listens like, yeah, we saw this last night. Sorry. Why are you giving me play-by-play -play on what happened last night? I'm sorry. Do you know what I want to do? Are they you fouled Lamar Washington again. Are you familiar with Barstool's electric chair that they do? Not familiar with anything Barstool does. Uh, they just like Other than curse live, Cincinnati. Live stream themselves watching the game. Okay. I think we should. It's like the Manning cast? We should do something. We could yeah. do that. Uh, you have wow. to pause it. 22 points on 6 of 9 shooting for Pop Isaacs. That dude is borderline unplayable. Dude, he is playable. Say what you want about him. You can play him. Uh, have I seen the math on Army-Navy? Yeah, have you seen that? No, but I was in on this last year, and I told I bet the under last year, and it it went. No, I bet the over last year, and it went under. This is a also two really bad teams. This is a similar situation to my twins. We have lost Minnesota Twins. I think seventeen straight postseason games, not series, uh -huh. not series. Yeah, that's a lot games. of games. That's a lot of brooms. Yes, going back, I think two thousand ten. Yeah, like not since I've graduated high school have we won a postseason game. Anyway, besides the, the math on that, like had you bet against the Twins money line. Mm. All those games, you'd be like a millionaire starting with a hundred bucks. Oh, so if you bet the under every game, yes. I, so if you if you started with hundred ten bucks on the under back in two thousand four or whenever this started, to win a hundred dollars, and then you'd have two ten after that bet cashes. Had you rolled it over into the under next year, 
and done that for the last 16 or 17 years, you would have, I think, $2 million right now <laughs> doing nothing but picking the under on this game and risking nothing more than $100. Saw that. <laughs> that would have been uh, good money. I got a clarification from a Texas Tech sports writer who knows uh-huh. a lot more than I do. Joseph Adetere has burned his red shirt, but two others, Wesley Smith and Ty Kana. So Wesley Smith has played in more than four games. Ty Kana has played in exactly four. So they'll have a decision to make. Does he get any PT during the bowl game, or do they want to preserve his red shirt? But other than that, everybody you brought in in this freshman class has maintained their red shirt. Can I be really honest? And Please. No, I want you to lie to me. Tell myself a little bit. Yeah. Who is Wesley Smith? <laughs> walk-on, maybe? Uh, I'm not trying to dog the kid. He might be a walk-on special teams guy. He's played four games? Yeah, he might be like a long snapper. or He's not the long snapper, but a position like that. I think that's probably a walk-on. I pride, I pride myself on being pretty versed yeah. in the roster. Yeah. Like, you know who B.J. Simmons is even 20 years later? Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of B.J. Simmons. Simmons. But I, I don't I, – I'd have to look up Wesley Smith. Pop is unreal. Playable. All right, we're going to survive Nichols, it looks like. I don't want to jinx it. Can I tweet never a doubt? I'll wait. Uh, yeah, can I tweet it right now? I was gonna wait. Uh, ain't, ain't no curses. <laughs> Do it. Do uh, uh, never a doubt. Hashtag playable. Ooh, subtweet. No, I'm not. Gonna no, do no, that. we're not gonna subtweet. We're not gonna go after anybody. Also, we don't. We don't subtweet. By the way, we've been talking about Viva the Matadors this whole time. Uh, just I don't subtweet. Let's talk about them. Uh, shout out to Jack Bell. That was a good move. I like him. Yeah, we're not trying to pile on, but that, that's a no, good move. No, that's a good move. <laughs> pile on? What? Me? <laughs> you do you. I'm just, I would never. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to protect the brand right here. I would here. never pile on. That right there. Nichols misses a three. Kevin O'Banner with the defense. These, these officials have gotten under my skin these. just a little bit in the last... In the last uh, couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Is O'Banner back? O- O'Banner has had a good second half. Always has been. Never left. My right eye is twitching. Fouled out 20 points. Dog. I'm about to... Da-da-da. I need to look up. O'Banner in the second half. He he might have had 18 since I tweeted somebody needs to step up and be a leader. He dude, he probably checked his phone at halftime. Yeah. It was like Rob Bro wants a leader, I'll yeah. show well, him. The Gauchos. Oh, okay. I tweeted it from the Gauchos account. You don't like that? You don't like me tweeting from the Gauchos? No, I, I was gonna make a joke that you you run the Gauchos Twitter account. Oh yeah, I do. Just like I, all the tweets are from a me. minute ago when you were coaching me up on what to tweet, I was gonna say like that's how all the tweets like yeah. Rob just tells me what to tweet and mm-hmm. then I send it up by four. Hey, you think we can cover <laughs> the initial twenty two and a half? 
I, I'm just trying to provide good betting content so nobody hates us. I uh, shout out to me. Uh huh. Took a couple different live money lines for both teams, guaranteed profit. So, so I'm just sharp as heck. That's not true. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> um, these. <laughs> oh man, these refs, man, these refs, these refs. Do I tweet this video too much, or is this a good? No. Okay, it's, it's a, a bit. It's a staple. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit. Do you, you know do you approve of this tweet as my editor? If you score you know, twenty points and foul out, you're a dog. Hashtag KO. And it's a video of Laramie Tunsil saying dog. No, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Oh, good. you've seen this video before? Yeah. <laughs> we even have it on the soundboard, I think. Dog. <laughs> All right, what else? Who are the three best players on this basketball team? The three best players. Best, like most talented or most valuable to this team, or however you want to answer. Pop and Bacho have the like talent and upside through the roof, and then one of like I'll say Jalen Tyson. And I was gonna say one of O'Banner or Harmon is like your steady leadership yep. value piece that might not have the same high end talent as those three, but that's that's my take on it. There's um. Paul Pierce, not Paul Pierce, Paul George. Different guys. Paul George was never elite in the regular season. And then they had, no, he was good in the, was he good in the regular season and bad in the playoffs? That's why they called him playoff P. Was that the joke? Anyways, Uh, O'Banner at Tech has been the opposite. Yeah. You have tournament O'Banner and O'Banner. Has he ever played in a tournament game where he didn't get a double-double? No, Oral Roberts too. Right. So you have tournament O'Banner, who has six games in the tournament and six double-doubles. Yeah. For Texas Tech to do what they want to do this year in Big 12 play, you have to have tournament O'Banner, which was tonight. You had tournament O'Banner tonight, but you need him more than just once every three weeks. You have to have him. And it looked like you played with some intensity tonight, which you were severely lacking for the first 32 minutes of this game. They were up by six with nine minutes left, and you just won by seven. I realized I read the wrong line earlier when I said Texas Tech minus six and a half, but they won by seven. And you said there was no way. <laughs> There's no way they'd win yeah, by 15. Because they had outscored by 15 in, exactly the last, what they did. in the last seven and a half minutes. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> I think it was even more. I think they were down nine when I said that. Yeah. I was just doing some quick math. That's awesome. Like I said, I'm sharp as heck. Yeah. I will. There's no way we finished the Discord mailbag. No, we've got some more. I just was trying to get some tweets off, too. Content rules everything around me. Well, we are... uh... This is basically serving as a Nichols instant reaction recap episode. Yes, it is. Yeah. We've just been recapping it as we go. So, let's go O'Banner... 7 of 13, Dude, 7 boards, 20 points. Pop 5 of 6. I would like to see I would like to see O'Banner's second half points. Yeah, and the minutes haven't loaded yet on this box score that we're looking at. This says Lamar Washington was 0 for 1 field goals, but he had 
six free throws at least down the stretch. But he had seven rebounds, five assists, and 12 points. Surely that wasn't all on free throws. That might, that might be an error. This is not a complete box score. I did not see him make a shot. But him going 12-7-5 tonight when you needed a, a guard? Yes. And when you were freaking about to lose to Nichols is huge. Yes. We can't have this much dead air. So no, no, no. We can. Uh, I'll go back and can I can I tweet real quick? Well, and then yeah, we yeah, can, yeah. I will start reading. We can take some turns. More. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll start reading some more. Uh, what Picador gets lost in Houston trying to get to the game? Now I'm going to say two things. Trying to get to the game, maybe from where they live. Who would you say gets lost? I'll say Chase because he lives in Houston, and that would be funny. <laughs> All right, now from the pregame destination <laughs> to the stadium, who gets lost? Also, Chase. Chase or. Matteo. <laughs> he's a liability. He's a li- he's a he's a little bit erratic. Here, I can sympathize with Chase because he's gonna have dad brain. Yeah. He's gonna have very little sleep. Mm-hmm. He might be drinking for the first time in a couple months at that point. Yeah. And again, it would be funny because he's from there. And so it'd be funny if he got lost on his way to and from. What pi- <laughs> I don't agree though. Um Start Binge Cut, these are Christmas movies. Uh, Home Alone 2, Christmas Vacation, Ernest Saves Christmas. Can we say cut on three? One, two, three. Christmas Christmas Vacation. vacation. That movie sucks. Horrible. Overrated. Chevy Chase is... Loser. A loser. He's a bum. And that movie is not funny. It never has been. And I'd rather watch Funny Farm. Don't respond to me with a line from it or a gift from it. I've seen it, and your reference is just not funny. If you want to tell us that movie's good... Bend over and like, we'll show you where to I play. get it. Yeah, you serious, Clark? The crapper's full. I, I've seen the movie. It's yeah. not It's not funny. No. Uh, we get a, y'all are insane. Yeah, have at it. Oh, this one also says, we remember the Leech Kyle rant. <laughs> what? <laughs> On Twitter. I don't know what that was from. Wh- which one? Consistently your worst take is uh, that Chevy Chase sucks. It's true. <laughs> it's true look if you don't want to hear the truth find another podcast uh Vern Troyer I would say Home Alone 2 start Vern Troyer yeah <laughs> that's the midget on mini me um sorry whoa little person um I mean I'm, I'm tall I'm not offended. what is Ernest's name I don't even know what that one is Ernest Saves Christmas yeah you would bench it yeah you don't know who Ernest is Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest saves Christmas. All-star Ernest. The drunk okay. voice messages about Leech. Look, it was Thanksgiving, and I might have had one too many, and I wasn't rooting for him, and I still don't root for him. And, okay, this is funny. We were, like, this close, I think, to getting, like, 2,000 followers on Twitter. We are at, like, yeah. 1,993 and it just like plummeted oh, that yeah. night. I was like, crap. I you just lost, lost like 20 followers. Yeah. It's like I lost just like two dozen followers because uh, there's still some leechers out there. This guy says, how young are you? Not this guy. I just can't read. I'm a man. Me. I'm 40. I'm, I, I'm 33. I'm basically 30. But eight. You're not 30 yet? <laughs> Age does not matter. Chevy Chase sucks no matter how old you are. 
Yeah, there's this thing called, you know, the internet, and he's been in modern day stuff, and movies that he made in the 80s are available to me yeah. in present day, and the it's only, not good. The only good, Chevy Chase made one good movie, Fletch. Never seen it. Fletch is a good movie. He's like the worst part in Caddyshack. I also, the people who don't understand my Leech dislike, but I'm not a total Leech fanboy, same deal, they're like, well, you weren't in school when Leech was here. Wait, wait. True. We don't need to get back into Leech. But, like... It's over. Anyway. We did, we, we we banished that beast. He was uh, digging after the Liberty Bowl last year. He says... The the Leecher here says, I'll never leave you guys here for the long run. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Start bench cut grilled cheese, BLT, Sloppy Joe. Oh, that is tough. I'm cutting Sloppy Joe. That might be surprising. That might be surprising. It, it's a it's an okay cut because it's not a it's not a year round sandwich. You don't want a sloppy Joe in July. No. But you you would take a BLT in July or even a grilled cheese probably. Do you want to know something else? Yeah. The BLT is the perfect sandwich. I I have a hard time arguing with you on that. Fresh fresh tomato, thick cut peppered bacon, lettuce, and a a nice toast. What kind of the, bread is it on the ideal BLT? I would just just maybe some artisanal toast. Okay, and and you would have mayo on it. Yeah. Okay. I hope Maddie doesn't turn this off. That's okay. Uh, and then grilled cheese would be number two. Have you, did you ever have a hot and toasty machine? The little press electric mm, grilled cheese maker. No, we just did it on the stovetop. We did too generally, but we we had one of those for a while and. Uh, those make a good sandwich. Yeah. My eye is twitching. Are you doing the pirate right no, now? my eye is twitching. Is that an homage to Leech? No, my eye is twitching, and I'm really uncomfortable about it. Um, yeah, I, I like a BLT. Was Ethan Duncan the glue holding the whole team together? When we were losing the nickels by 10. You really wish he had a sharpshooter. You had to wonder. <laughs> Him or uh, Temperman. So apparently you're too young to know Ernest. That must be the I must be the cutoff somewhere in between 33 and 29. Okay, uh, Ernest, it's time left. for a mini rant. It's time for a mini rant because yep. I get a, I get beat up in the Discord for like, oh, Kyle just loves to argue. He knows everything. Just ask him. I fully admit I don't know anything about pop culture. I don't know any musicians. I don't know any movies. I don't know any books. So I, I'm pleading dumber. So you're uncultured. Yes, I'm pleading dumber than everybody on this. So please give me some. Know at all points in that respect. So Ernest was know. a Ernest was a commercial character that parlayed that into a children's show. That parlayed that into a movie career. I wonder what we said when the message popped up that says y'all are insane. Ernest, oh, that Ernest was the scared, uh, stupid. That was our Christmas vacation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, you don't recognize this face right here. Never seen that guy before. You ever seen Toy Story? Yes. He's Slinky Dog. Okay. I think that's the end of the mailbag. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't. There's not a lot of... It's... it's um, Just starting to have some fun. You've never seen this guy? So, all the Ernest movies were like late 80s, early 90s. So, that is a little bit before your time. Yeah. I was a little bit sheltered. I also didn't have a huge interest in it. I, did, I didn't play a lot of video games. I didn't, Me you know. I played like I'm just not a NFL pop culture Blitz. guy. Yeah. I'm a, see, I'm a big, I, I like movies. I like TV. I like. I like beer. 
I still like I drank beer. beer. I like indie Maybe films. Maybe too much beer. I like indie films. No, you don't. Yeah, what's, I do. What's your dude? My, my okay. What indie films have you been watching? Can we lately? do a getting to know the Gauchos? Yes, I would love to know what indie films. What like Troll Two? Like what are we doing indie films? No, more like Earth Two, but you don't even know what that is. You don't know who Britt Marling is. No. This is going to resonate with about one percent of our listeners, and they're going to go, "I didn't know Kyle knew who Britt Marling was, or that she was a lead uh, actress in Earth Two. But I do know that. All right, getting to know the Gauchos. I think I've said this before. My first real job. Besides, like, mowing lawns and being a soccer ref was at a movie theater. Yep, and you smell like popcorn. Not just any movie theater. It was the, like, art house. And so I show up for my first day of work, and I'm like, okay, which screen is Transformers on? They're like, no, 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 this is, like, an indie film theater. I was like, I've never heard of any of these. And I thought it was stupid. Yeah. There was a ton of old people that came all the time, just, like, retired people. And I was like, these movies must blow. Like, I've never heard of any of these. But... You get a you get a thirty five minute break if you work for more than seven hours. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll go pop in and just see what this is. You know, you get a free IC, free popcorn while you're on the job. I was like, all right, these some of these movies aren't bad. And then you see like trailers that look cool, and so that's when I started getting into more indie films. We don't have an indie theater in Lubbock though, so I I, I don't even see Earth Two on IMDb. Earth Two and Clancy Brown. That's a TV series. Earth search Earth Two Britt Marling. I'll search Britt Marling. It's a really cool. Do you want me to give you like the premise? So you know Britt Marling. Obviously not. But you don't know Ernest. That's right. Britt Marling has another movie. It's it's a literal cult film. It's about a cult called um The Sound of My Voice. Where she claims to be Another Earth. Another Earth, excuse me. Another Earth. Earth two is a It's been a while. Marvel thing. That movie DC. came out more than a decade ago. Another Earth. See how much uh, I know about it. Meta score sixty six. Oh, I know William. I know uh, John Burroughs, uh, William Mapother, that guy. Uh, Ethan from Lost. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you want the premise of the movie? Or yeah, no? sure. So it's a it's a like realistic sci fi type deal where they're on Earth, same timeline as us, mm. and then all of a sudden, like another Earth, basically the exact same model and everything. Earth two was invisible uh, through some kind of like shadow or whatever, but it like emerges. And the moment that we laid eyes on Earth 2, the two realities began to diverge. Like, mm. everything, the exact history of both Earths was the exact same until that point. And so, like, as the two are starting to communicate in the trailer, it's like the Prime Minister of England or the President of the United States is communicating with themselves on Earth 2. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. This is a, a literal comic book plot from, no, a, very po- from, a, ver- from a very popular comic book Flash called Flashpoint. You didn't let me finish, though. So Back me up. Is that not Flashpoint, Earth 2? The very first night that Earth 2 is visible in this movie, Britt Marling, the lead actress, is distracted by it, Mm. and she gets into a car wreck. She kills somebody in a head-on collision. The lady who she kills is Ethan from Lost's wife on Earth 1. And so she wins a trip to be the first person to get to go to Earth 2, and when she does, she has to make the decision of she tries to like make amends, and then I think they like kind of start to fall in love a little bit. And she has mm. to make the decision like, is this ethical? Is this the right thing to do? Is this the proper way to make amends? It's a really good movie. Spoiler alert, he says. Well, I didn't tell you how it ended. It's also been out for like twelve years. So in Flashpoint, the world that he goes back too far and then changes the course, and then yeah, everything's going back, and then Batman is. Batman's dad. 
Yeah. So Thomas Wayne is Batman. Now I can't tell you about the and sound the of my voice. Ki- the guy killed Bruce and the mom instead of Thomas. So Thomas turned into Batman. Jeez. I like Joker. So you get to say the whole the whole movie, but I can't explain Flash. I just too. hate the comic book. There's been 64 of those movies. Earth 2 is literally oh, from DC. Strength Man flies down and saves the world. Like, okay, we've done this Fla- movie before. Flashpoint hasn't been a movie. Whatever. Gosh. I like Joker. Joker was good. That's kind of indie. I like The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight was good. I, so... Because I'm uncultured on this, uh-huh. I thought Joker was going to be like a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was just dark. Yeah. And I like went and saw it with my mom when I was visiting in Dallas, oh, and yeah. I was like, "This, this is a heavy movie." Joaquin Phoenix is a top five actor for me, probably. I like the movie Her. Her's good. I like Joker. Mm-hmm. I actually never saw Walk the Line, even though I really like Johnny Cash. Walk the Line is really good. But yeah, I like Gladiator. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix has a couple screws loose. But that, that's probably what makes him yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Who, If you could only watch one actor's movies, let's say for the next five years, would it be Britt Marling or somebody else? She doesn't have the quantity of catalog, catalog. that would... I would say Clint Eastwood, because he was in mm-hmm. Westerns for like 30 years. Yeah. And I could... I would not get tired of watching the same mm-hmm. three movies over and over. I like Jeff Bridges a lot too. Ooh, that's good. Crazy Heart. True Hell or Grit. High Water. True Grit. Yeah, Hell or High Water. Tron. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Tron too. Tron. I'm just the glad remake? we. I'm just glad we beat Nichols. I would go Nick Cage. What? If I could only watch one actor's movies, I would go Nicolas Cage. Explain yourself. Face Off, Con Air, The Rock, Leaving Las Vegas. I've never heard of Raising Arizona. You've never heard of Con Air? In Face Off, he's a family man. Uh, He's actually a bad guy. Caster Troy is his name. And then um, John Travolta. Their characters, anyways, they switch faces. Physic, like they, there's a surgery and they switch faces, and then they have to switch lives. And he's trying to get back the whole time. And then the bad guy's in his body at home with his wife. Can I give you a little that bit is of a, a really good movie? Face off synopsis about the sound of my voice. Sure. It's also directed by Britt Marling. She's a lead actress, but mm-hmm. in that film, she plays a character who. Uh, claims to have time traveled. She claims to be from the future. And so she starts a cult. She gets a cult following in, I think, Southern California, and this local freelance journalist wants to write about it. And so he pretends to join the cult, and, like, he has to be pretty committed because they indoctrinate you and everything. But, like, a part of him starts to wonder if it's real. And his girlfriend is joining the cult with him, and she's like, "Are you like, you can't be serious. You can't actually think that this is... The ending is really cool. I can't say anything about the ending or it would ruin it. What is that one? The Sound of My Voice. Mm. There's a really kind of a funny part. Face Off is a really good Nick flick. Thank you, Steven Stevens. And I also love the term Nick flick. So during one of the cult meetings, Mm -hmm. they ask Britt Marling, because she's from like way off in the future, like a thousand years. And she's talking about like famine and all this stuff. Not like I'm from 10 years from now. 
And um, so somebody says, hey, can you sing us a song that's popular from your era? Mm. And she starts singing. It's a song by the Cranberries. I'm blanking on the name. It's not Zombie? No, it's not Zombie, and it's not Linger. Changing every day, every possible way. Yeah. Anyway, she sings that song for like two minutes. A nice voice. And nobody says anything. And then one of the two people that's like infiltrating goes, um, that song is by the Cranberries. It came out in the 1990s. And she goes, well, that may be true, but in my time, it's sung by a musician named Benadon. And just like, that doesn't like dissuade anybody in the room. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. So like she couldn't even sing a song that wasn't a cover, but they still, I, get, I mean, they're in a cult, so of course they believe some crazy stuff. No offense to any of our listeners who are in a cult. Diversified Lenders nephew. <laughs> it's in the gene pool, man. Uh, River? River has won, what is this? We got a The sp- national junior record. Does Texas Tech have a swimming team, or is he going to no. have to go put his skills on display somewhere else? There's three Big 12 schools that have a swimming program. Oh, in Texas. Side. Texas, wins. West yeah. Virginia, TCU. Hope he goes to West Virginia. How much trouble are we in if Walton and Williams continue to contribute almost nothing? If Lamar Washington is that guy and KJ can give you 12 minutes and Amac and Tyson come back, it's not as bad as it seems. It's a lot of ifs. It is. It is. I would love to have more guys from the bench that prove themselves capable contributors. Have you ever seen The Last Boy Scout? No. If I gave you a hundred guesses, could you name an actor in the last Boy Scout? I mean, maybe if I if I just tried to name a hundred actors, which I probably Rattle can't off do. Nineties, peak nineties. You you could give me a list of twenty random names and terms, yeah. and I wouldn't know if it was a real movie or not. Bruce Willis. Ar- Armageddon. Cage has had a career resurgence in the last few years. Yeah, he's got a great catalog. I mean, do you watch any like? Do you watch Wes Anderson? Okay. You like Moonrise Kingdom, the Grand I, Budapest Hotel? I have seen the Grand Budapest Hotel. I've not seen Moonrise Kingdom. I like that kind of movie. Big fan of um, the Royal Tannenbaums. Getting to know the Gauchos. Uh, well, yeah, because this is like, if you know, you know. I don't have to be explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, like my first month on the job at the movie theater, you have to do what's called theater checks. You just like walk down to the front with a flashlight, walk back up. Mm-hmm. It's so that somebody can flag it down and say, it's too cold in here or whatever. Right. Uh, the Black Swan yeah. was in theaters. Uh-huh. The scene. Yes. Uh-huh. I did a theater check during that scene. Mm-hmm. I, I was like 17, which they're not allowed to. This is funny. And previously stated, sheltered. They're not allowed to ask you how old you are, but because they showed R-rated films... They asked me, are you of age to see an R-rated movie? And I said, yes, because I was. NC-17? Yeah, that's another. Uh, yeah, there was one. Oh, dude, it's brutal. Those are like. <laughs> we have to be 17 to watch R-rated movies. NC-17 is like, there's, up, there's no yeah. rules. Yeah. There's no rules. Not quite X, but. There, there, oh, I'm not even. I, I, uh, Michael, House, sure. My, Michael Fassbender was yeah. in. Uh-huh. Brutal. Because, uh, like I said, you have to do the theater checks and, like, whatever scene it is, whether it's, like, gory or intimate. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I was, like, this 17-year-old high school, junior, senior, whatever I was, and Black Swan. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the next theater now. And was, <laughs> What else was on? I don't know why I remember this so well. The Social Network was on. Great movie. 127 Hours. 
Uh, the King's Speech. That's a great era. Yeah, a lot of good movies when I started. Because I started around Christmas time, which is when all the Oscar mm. frontrunners are. So there's a lot of good options out when I first started. And I was like, these are some cool, cool flicks. I think an hour and 20 is about a movie runtime. So final thoughts? <laughs> Can I tell you the funny part about my job at the movie? Did theater? we talk about everything we said we were going to talk about? I think so. We Transfer portal, basketball. Big 12. Oh, we didn't talk about the Big 12 uh, championship numbers. Oh, you... Uh, you kicked some serious butt. I did the math wrong pretty famously on Twitter. Yeah. There's a, a burner account who doesn't follow us but responds to our tweets, and their sole job is to correct you. And he did because I was off by 0. .03 million when I did the math. But anyway, you basically pretty big number. matched 0. .03 million. That's 30,000 people well, out of 10 million. Relative. So you had 9.44 million among two Hateful Eight programs. Mm -hmm. Just like last year, two Hateful Eight programs. They topped 8 million last year, Baylor and Oklahoma State. If you added USC and Utah plus the ACC championship game, Clemson and North Carolina. Now, USC is, of course, the biggest brand and a departing brand from the Pac-12. You match those two games combined. Plus what you did last year with Oklahoma State-Baylor, I think it's a really good sign. On, this is on top of all the other individual data points that we've looked at this season. Mm -hmm. And we have breakdowns of, of this, how the Big 12 stacks up against the ACC and the Pac-12 on different networks uh, behind our, our Patreon paywall, which you can join, patreon.com slash gamblinggauchos, $5 a month. Where also, would they sign up for the bowl pick'em? Same deal. So we will give. So we're raising money for the Matador Club. So we're doing a bowl pick'em. It's pinned at the top of our Twitter page. To get in, you need a password. To get the password, you either need to be a member of our Patreon community, which we affectionately call the Parlay Picadors, or just send us 10 bucks on PayPal or Venmo. Uh, you can DM us, email us, gamblinggouches at gmail.com for that info. And then all proceeds will go to the Matador Club. Whoever wins the bowl pick them, the donation will be made in their name. And so when we did the March Madness Bracket Challenge, we raised $800, and the gentleman who won that got to make an $800 contribution to the Matador Club same deal for bowl season. So we hope you will join us that way. Sweet. Can I tell you something funny about working at the movie Yes, theater? I would love for you to. Like I said, a lot of old people. And we had a... Nobody cares. If you're, if you're done, you can turn off the podcast now unless you just really want to hear this. Uh, we had a loyalty program. And so like you get 50 points or 100 points, you get some kind of coupon. One of the coupons was for a uh, $1 popcorn. Because mm -hmm. it's usually like 6 bucks, And people just assume that when they're getting a coupon, it's for something that's free. They're not used to getting a, like a discounted coupon. So people would all the time say, hey, I've got this little coupon for a $1 popcorn. And they would hand it to me, and they would just walk off with the popcorn. And I'd have to be like, hey, like, excuse me, it's, it's a dollar. And they're like, no, it's a, it's a free $1 popcorn. I was like, because they thought that like one dollar was the usual price, and right. they were getting it for free. I was like, no, it's six dollars, and, and you're getting, you're it, getting for it for one. Yeah. And they'd get so pissed off that they had to get out their like credit card and swipe it for one dollar instead of it just being free. Because like it probably should have been free. Yeah. But I knew there's a fifty-fifty shot. Anytime somebody put that coupon on the counter, I was like, they're gonna walk off before they pay me, <laughs> and then they're gonna argue with me about it. Uh, water was five dollars and seventy-five cents for mm. a bottle of water. That pissed some people off. Oh, yeah. Then it pissed them off even more. I didn't have great customer service skills. <laughs> Can you even believe that about me? No. I was like, well, it's free at the water fountain. And they're like, oh. 
And these are like, by the way, very affluent, like suburban retired people. They can afford it. They just want to complain about it. Yeah. All the art house movies like The Social Network yeah. and King's Speech. King's Speech was indie, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I was like, I'm I'm 17. I'm just trying to make minimum wage plus a quarter here. Yeah. Like, if you could not give me a hard time about that, I'd appreciate it. I don't set the prices. Mm. I'm making like three cents off of this bottle of water, probably, when you do the math on it. I was, so leave me alone about it. I was really good at customer service. I believe that. I had one argument with a customer. It was a deaf woman. And it was, <laughs> it was not my fault. Sure. But she was screaming at me because I worked at a Texas Tech outfitter, uh, not not Red Raider outfitter. Uh, it's not even around anymore. I used to work at Campus Design. Okay. They're not better than Cardinals, but... No, no, no. I applied at Cardinals. <laughs> you didn't pass muster. I didn't. Um, so I work at... It's called a place called Campus Design. And she's like... I'm not going to do her voice, but she was wanting a spe- specific sticker. It was Thank the, you for not doing her voice, by the it way. It was the hand sign, peace, love, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's a famous sticker. They carry them at Red Raider Outfitter mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. She said, do you have these stickers? I said, no. That is a specific sticker made by another store. She did not believe me. <laughs> so we had to have a conversation about how we didn't, like, we didn't have them. And she was very upset. And so we might. I, and I had to raise my voice because she was deaf. And I thought maybe she didn't understand me. And then if she was reading my lips, I was really trying to enunciate. Anyways, we were like screaming at each other in the middle of the store. One of the more awkward moments at my job at the movie theater, um, this lady saw me like kind of sweeping the lobby. Uh-huh. And she goes, excuse me, I'm looking for my husband. He went into the restroom a few minutes ago. Uh, he's blind. Like, can you go see if he's in there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to think through it. I'm like, okay, you want me to go in there and just be like, is there a blind gentleman in here? And like, what, if you think the, he's lost in the stall? Well, I don't know. Get out and, of the oh, then what? Like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm blind. And then I go like, okay, uh, your wife is looking for you. Yeah. And if he's just like taking his time in there, like he's going to be like, okay, well, like tell her to wait. Yeah. So I like didn't know how to approach. I just like froze. And I think somebody else, maybe he like came out as soon as I was about to have to act or like somebody else volunteered mm-hmm. to do it. But I was like, what exactly do you want me to do here? I don't know. So, some, some people, man. Uh, I had a customer order. So just wait. I'm going, this is so long. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Maybe it's interesting. Maybe it's not. I worked in the concession stand mostly. And, you know, there were some weird orders. And um, <laughs> don't pin that. Do you see that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good question. <laughs> there were Your some, job is literally relations now. There were some funny concession stand orders. This was my favorite. And I'll get into some weird ones. But, again, old people are trying to, like, watch what they eat and drink. And, like, some man would – he'd be there with his wife. He was like – he goes, I want to Diet Coke. And he would, like, lean in and whisper. He goes, just a splash of cherry Coke on top. Like, he's doing something, like, real naughty. He's like, just a splash of cherry Coke. I was like, I got you, man. So that happened all the time. They're like they're – like, Movie theater cherry Coke, by the way, is yes. way better than any other cherry Coke. You know, Coke. I could taste the difference between those if I – Alam- Not true. Alamo Draft House has the best, no free ads, the best cherry <laughs> Coke in Lubbock. So there was that, which was like pretty normal, where they'd say like, give me half diet, half regular. Okay. Uh-huh. One of my first days, like I tried not to laugh at this person because I, I thought they were joking. They were like, I want a half root beer, half pink lemonade. And I was like, 
what? Like, are you going to say just kidding? Like, did you mean to say both of those two things? Because, like, if you wanted half Sprite, Gross. half Sprite, half pink lemonade, okay. But I was like, what? And they want, I was like, okay. Uh, somebody asked for mustard for their popcorn. Did you try it? No. Mustard for popcorn. They ate it with a fork? I don't know what they, I was like, you here you go. One by one? So anyway, there were some interesting orders um, at mustard the concession stand. Mustard popcorn. Yeah. I'm a big mustard guy, but. I Honestly, there I would I would do that before pink lemonade root beer. I don't like root beer, period. One of my favorite things to do at the movie theater mm-hmm. was, so you had small, medium, large for both popcorn and drinks. And there was like a way that if you ordered a certain size, it was a combo, and then you'd get like discounted candy. Mm-hmm. And it was basically cheaper to order more food. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to explain that to them. So I was like, they ordered this, but I'm just going to give them the bigger one so that it's cheaper. Yeah. And they would act like it like made their day. They're like, oh, no, no, I said a medium. I was like, yeah, but if it's a large, it's actually, you get a dollar off this. And so it's cheaper for you. And they're like, oh, they're like, that's great. Yeah. I want the large thing. <laughs> yeah. So I like getting that to people. Because like you've been, you worked a long time. Like this is actually going to ring up less if I upsize yeah. them. Also, the small was 32 ounces, the cup. People were like, yeah, give me a small, Mr. Pibb. And I'd like sit on the counter. They're like, no, 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 it's a small. I was like, this is the small. And they're like, well, what does a medium look like? And I pull out, I was like, 40 ounces. They're like, what does a large look like? It's 54 ounces. Yeah. They're like, this isn't. And I was like, yeah, they're like all on display up here. It's, yeah. Have you ever been to a movie theater before? Like, everything comes in a tub. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You're a nice guy. But I couldn't imagine <laughs> couldn't imagine you as a customer service guru. I wasn't that bad at it, honestly. I used to give away like I used to give them like five percent at the counter and they would like freak out about it. <laughs> that was when I was like manager. Dang. Worked my way up. I wasn't a manager. Or, I've started as an intern twice at jobs and gotten full time. Just, you know, hard work, dedication. The key is finding out what they don't take inventory on. And so, like, we had these little fruit snacks pouches that went in the kids' meal boxes. Yeah. But they only took inventory of the boxes and the cups that went in the boxes. Mm. So when... So you got free fruit snacks. When one of the more veteran uh, co-workers taught me that, I was like, you can just take as many fruit snacks as you want. They don't care. They're not taking inventory of it. I don't know if that was actually true. I didn't ask anyone. Uh, That was all final thoughts, too. So, love y'all. I'm good. Join the Patreon. See y'all in Houston, 8.06 tomorrow morning for the pregame party announcement. Love y'all.